On this episode of the 520 Collective Show, where is the influence of the culture coming from? What happened to the Christian in the culture? How do we stay on track with what we are called to do? We're discussing these questions and more. Let's go. Yeah, message heavy, don't prompt show, they not ready, race against the time like four wheels and ends ready, keep it steady, beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth when the life flow confetti, yeah, message heavy, don't prompt show, they not ready, race against the time like four wheels and ends ready, keep it steady, beat it hard and they barely give them ears and hear the truth when the life flow confetti, just a flip of the watch, it's game time, game time, game time, flip of the watch, it's game time, game time, just a flip of the watch, it's game time, Five twenty collective. Listen every day or get robbed. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Five Twenty Collective Show podcast. Shout out to Kingdom Club Apparel for sponsoring this episode. Hit up KingdomClubApparel.com now and grab some amazing gifts for this holiday season. Be sure to check out the Cross to the Kingdom design available now in sweater, hoodie, and tee options. Click on the link in the show notes. Kingdom Club Apparel helps you make a statement and look good doing it. So find the cutting edge in Christian apparel and more now at KingdomClubApparel.com. We also want to give a shout out to our show producers and would love for you to be one as well. It is simple. Just go to 520collective.com slash substack and choose to become a premium subscriber to our newsletter. If you find value in the show, why not put a little value back in so that we can continue to grow? It really is that easy. Now, let's get into this month's pod. Let's go. Shout out to everyone, man, that does get behind. Like, like Zero was saying, man, all the listeners, man, that, that make this. I mean, I guess I get, we might not have anyone listening. I don't know. But but we're here regardless. So <laughs> Yeah, we keep coming regardless. We like the mail. We like Bro, postal we, carriers. We got new we got new listeners every every minute on this show flipping on. They might flip off when you say we ain't got no listeners, but we get I don't know back. what's happening, man, out there. You know what I'm saying? Like Just I'm check the metrics. Too busy. I've got to We love y'all. We get down. <laughs> y'all get down. I love y'all, y'all more than I love KD and Zero. I'm so there you go. Ooh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm okay I'm just, these that. are my boys. These are my boys. Man, He's up this is gonna be some sort of show, man. Like I don't know. Let's I've got to. to I'm gonna have to take like a back seat to y'all and just listen. I think because I'm probably gonna ruin this whole thing. Um, KD, it's that point in the show though, man, where we got to jump into and dive into this word. Um, so, Pastor KD, what you bringing to us this episode? <laughs> um. Yeah, don't don't do that to me. Well, what, should I call you like Bishop? Oh, like, like Bishop man, I know we need like an organ or something, man, and some cymbals next in the show, back. Or next something. show, we need to next pass the offering plate around. The, the, the wrist work on those cymbals got to be strong. Or got to be straight. <laughs> um, Make sure y'all yeah, stay after so, the service for a uh, potluck. It'll be fantastic. Hope y'all brought your covered dishes. Yo, fried chicken dinners in the basement. Mm. Just don't crumble no the lie. chip bags while we pound talk. cake, boy. Hey, Sunday listen, night we'll meet up at the bowling alley. It'll be great. Eric, we got to do the word of God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Diving into this word. Facts. Um, so if I had the title tonight show separately from what it is that we're discussing, I would uh, I would title it. Consider your sources. Um, our scripture for this uh, episode, we're rolling out of Matthew, uh, the 23rd chapter. Um, 
And Jesus is cutting loose, right? Uh, scribes, Pharisees, everybody's catching it. So Matthew 23, 15, uh, Jesus uh, states, Woe, sudden destruction unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you compass sea and land to make one proselyte or convert. And when he is made, you make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Um, and not to kind of give like spoiler alerts in regards to the conversation on tonight, but when we talk about things like the internet and just all of these different pools of information that are now available to us in this quote unquote information age, uh, it's really incumbent upon the consumer <clears throat> to consider the source of that information that they're receiving. And a lot of times we don't vet that <clears throat> by the same token. It is also incumbent upon, uh, you know, the individual who's relaying or purveying information to a particular audience. Um, one, you know, don't just pass down stuff that you, that you know secondhand. You, you have no firsthand experience in regards to you need to know that you know that you know when you're getting out here. And so Jesus here clearly, um, has an, a problem and an issue because what happens is that a lot of individuals, so everything reproduces after its own kind, right? So a lot of individuals when you putting stuff out here um, in the quote unquote universe will sound super spiritual. Uh, you're putting stuff out here in the universe and um, you can only feed people what you got in you. So if what you got in you is trash and garbage and guess what? That's what you're giving. You're giving people rotten fruit. Rotten fruit still grows on trees. Um, and it's still available for people to pick and to purchase. God's issue is, hey, you're going to go out of your way. And this is the thing that a lot of time I think people don't pay attention to because a lot of the bad information uh, goes out of its way to travel. You know, bad news travels fast, as they say. Um, lies uh, move quicker or more quickly than truth does. Um, and so a lot of times people can be tempted in their flesh to believe that oh, so-and-so went out of their way to come and see me and they always look out for me and, um, you know, they're always supporting me and providing for me and encouraging me, et cetera, et cetera. Not noticing um, that there may also be a noose in, in that person in the hand that you don't see. Um, strangling your faith, strangling your growth, strangling your hopes and ultimately strangling the truth about who God is and who God wants you to be. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Time in. Guys, what do you think about this verse? Uh well, I mean, anytime you start pulling from the harshest literature ever written. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I right there agree with you. It's, I think more Christians should familiarize themselves with this entire chapter because to know Jesus is to know the heart of God. And he's super, super serious in, in 23. The eight woes is what it's called. It's not, it's, it's, this is like, um, to, maybe if I can make it controversial This is kind of like a try that in a small town version of scripture It's like if you ain't doing all that You ain't got to worry about being on God's bad side But he is laying it out Like this is what I do not want This is this is what I expect this, So you know what I mean Like this is what I expect This is what I don't expect This is This is Jesus being super for real serious And this is the part that people like to try to ignore But if you get this right a lot of Jesus teachings fall in place so much easier because you realize, you know, like I compare this to John. We are slaves to Christ. 
you know we are we are in god's family yes but we are slaves to christ we're not buddies like like everybody likes to pretend like this is this is that serious side of him that we don't that we forget about so i'm glad you are reintroducing or maybe introducing people to this for the first time man so when i think about what we're going to be talking about later in the show right um i go i go and i look at um verse 13 where he's saying he, he starts the same same way right with the woe to you teachers and, and pharisees etc and he says you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces bro come on man nobody y'all don't feel that okay it's just me i guess you shut the door to the kingdom of heaven in people's faces you yourselves do not enter nor will you let those enter who are trying to so he's like yo you guys are actively trying to hold people back and we look around in the world man and i don't know it's just it it, it it's too it, it hits too close to home to me with with the with what we're seeing it's real because you got people that's trying to trying to at this time i'm, a, I'm gonna say at this time because i don't want to yeah. confuse this with today uh at that time they they want to be in the kingdom of God. They want to know who God is. They want a lot of these people are illiterate. Uh, they're poor. They don't have money for sacrifices. Um, they don't really know what to do according to Jewish law to get right with God. A lot of times they're just trying to find out. And then you got these super holier than thou people walking around, you know, high, high society politicians, Sadducees and Pharisees saying you ain't good enough to even be around the temple. So I was like, how are you supposed to get in? So it's like you're trying to get a job and the job say you got to have experience and you and this you in between a rock and a hard place. You say, I can't get a job without experience, but I can't get the experience without a job. That's the that's the position that most of the normal people are in. And that's during that time. You know, I want to be good. I'm going to be close to God, but y'all won't let me close to God because I'm not good enough. I can't get good enough to get close to God because I don't know how. And so that's that's what I think Jesus is talking about in the Eric what you'd bring it up eric and yeah well and, and i mean uh, well i'm just saying like, on top of that too it's like you know back at this time you had the problem of so many people didn't have access to scripture right and if they did a lot of them couldn't read it or couldn't understand it you know even if they could get that access but the thing is it's like there's something similar that's kind of happening even today like no you know most people do have that access and most people now are able to read it but there's still like this problem of understanding and we you know like a lot of new believers lean heavy on what other people say to them and and the way that they explain the meaning to them and they just kind of buy into it so then you run into this thing of like okay I'm going to listen to this person because this sounds because this part sounds good. You know, they're saying it in a way that, hey, that sounds all gravy to me. But then when you're met like with the reality of it, they're like, well, that's not what they said. You know, I, I don't know if I like this as much if this is the truth of it, but I liked what they were saying. So you got these. Okay, now you're getting into like that prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. that weird new age. Well, it, but well, not, not but just like not that, even though. that though. Not even that. Yeah, it's just like they, there's not like people don't take the time to dive into it and, and find the truth for themselves, right? We fall in line behind people that for a lot of different reasons, right? <laughs> the same stuff that we're going to talk about here in a bit, mm-hmm. and 
I don't know, man. And it's like so many of these people, they don't give a rip about the people that are actually listening to them, right? That's that the issue. It's about that's themselves. The and that's what he's talking about here in, in Matthew 23, right? Um, and for those people, like in, in verse 15, as KD read, like, dude, come on. Like, um, I know KD's always got that King James on hand. I, I, you know, I'm looking at the NIV. Right you know, <laughs> but, you know. You make them twice as much a child of hell as you are. So he's saying, not only are you out here disguised as saints, but then you turn these people into twice what you are. Yeah, you got... Think about... It's like making a copy of a copy. You know what I mean? You make a copy of a copy, that copy's going to have echoes of all of the defects and flaws of whatever you made a copy so if you're if you're a bad copy because you have deficient theology or because you're rebellious or your 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 eyes are closed or blind to the part of the scripture that you should be conveying or to to that way of life that you should be conveying all of that is going to be replicated in the person that you are so-called mentoring or discipling and and then if you if you have all those blind sides, then there's also a good chance that you're you're not going to fully disciple them. So not only are they half discipled, but they're also half discipled with the defects that you have. And all you're really looking for is an advocate to to tell other people how qualified you are to make disciples. Well, take it one step further. They get discipled. They just get discipled after their own business model. You know what I'm saying? And so you're out franchising bad restaurants because headquarters is horrible. You know what I'm saying? They fail all the inspections. And so again, the issue becomes not only are you bad, but you're not self-aware enough to sit down and let God deal with you. You want to go out and share how bad you are with other people, no matter how sincere you are in doing so. But what happens is that like you mentioned, Jero, not only are you combining your bad doctrine your bad perspective, your uh, unregenerated thought process and, and, and the way that you view things. But then you're coupling that with the other things that are going on with individuals. They've got their own things. They've got their own curses on the bloodline. They've got their own bad habits. They've got these other things that they've developed and learned over the years. So not only are you ad- addressing your bad stuff, but you're also adding that and mixing that and pouring that into the things that are unresolved in them that only stands to make them worse than what you actually are you're not helping them other than to help them to hurt themselves we talk about you know like here at 520 collective we talk about indie christian culture right but there's this you know bigger culture at large that these like subculture i hate saying like subculture katie what's the better word for it because i mean i don't i mean christian culture should outrank it obviously for us but like there's there's these smaller cultures that fit within the, the big culture and so as we go in and, and we are you know get further into our conversation here on this episode man we're going to talk about what's happening and what we're seeing within christian culture i think the place we got to start though is in that general sense right because there's some stuff that I, I tend to see when people are talking about culture i'm I, not sure that we always quite understand or grasp the idea of culture um i was reading this article and let me pull it up here uh from 
Atlas of Public Management, actually, they do a breakdown on the distinctions between race, ethnicity, nationality, and culture. Because I, I see a lot of people using those four terms like interchangeably, like they mean the same thing. And while there maybe is a little bit of overlap, a little bit of bleed over from one to another, they're not the same, right? I mean, when we're talking about nationality, race, and ethnicity, that is not culture. Those things can play in and have influence on culture, but they do not make up culture in and of themselves. So I think that's where we need to start at is like kind of coming up with, okay, when we say culture, what do we mean? And maybe breaking down some of these other terms. What do you guys think? Zero, I know doesn't agree with me because we don't agree about much, but that's why I'm so quiet. I'm just, dude, I'm waiting for you to speak up. Yeah, nope, you're wrong. No, I'm actually, you know, these terms, they all kind of refer to this distinction or, or a way to kind of define one community from another but let's let's talk about the differences in it right so uh, or, or talk about what each one is just for a, a moment here so when we're talking about race we're talking about you know that is a term referring to a group of people who possess similar distinct physical characteristics right this is Fine. stuff that we see on the on the outside <laughs> like we could go into a whole nother thing on, on on the impact that race has had, you know, just in our society as a whole. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. We're gonna skip yeah, that. We're gonna skip that, dive, bro. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so ethnicity, though, is ethnicity culture not not quite right? Ethnicity is like uh, you know a group, uh, a category of people who. Are, are regarding themselves to be different from other groups based on some commonalities, right? Whether it's ancestral or this is where, you know, it might be cultural, right? Could be. Could be nationality. Yep. It could just be social experiences, right? That kind of bring these people so like, together. Like you could be black, but you don't got soul. Facts. I don't know, man, because I'm be clear. So. It's you true. get kicked out, then they take your black card away. Yeah. <laughs> And then and then obviously obviously <laughs> nationality, right? From the black delegation. Yeah. Obviously nationality, I think, makes sense, but I feel like this is one that we that I see people interchanging for culture the most, maybe. You know, nationality, that's just one's proverbial proverbial. Yeah. And the other one is 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 actual, if that makes sense. Right. Well, because when we're talking about nationality, we're simply talking about, you know, like where you were born, you know, where, where do you have citizenship? Right. That's I mean, really it, like a matter of history, you know, like where did it start for you? Right. But you could understand, though, the crossover, though, because yeah, yeah. both nationality and culture to a degree define in particular for that individual where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Like nationality where do you originate what's your what's your place of origin culture so to speak you know yo what neighborhood you from where you grow up how did you guys do things where you're from so i get that overlap there but at the same like just because you are an american by nationality does not mean that the things like like what you're currently doing Mm-hmm. Is is yep. American? That doesn't define American culture, right? Facts. It doesn't mm-hmm. separate 
the things that we do from you know the um, the British or whatever, right? Um, right. There's yeah. some things that you can do that are like there's Americans that do things that are distinctly not American. Like some people put pineapple on their pizza. Dude, Clearly if that's, that's the case, then some people put sugar in their grits. Come here, oh let me snack. I, 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 I will eat pineapple on pizza all day long. <laughs> I will eat just pineapple pizza. So don't even get me started on that. So, but so let, let's talk about culture then, man. Let's talk about culture. How 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 we define culture? I want I want to hear how you guys define culture, and then I'm gonna I'll follow up with kind of th- this definition that I that that I kind of like here. But but how how do you guys define culture? I think it's how you're raised, how you're developed, how you're indoctrinated, um, so to speak. Um, I think it culture though is 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 one of those it's 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 one of those entities that can be extremely far reaching and can vary it's always going to vary mostly depending on who you talk to but it's one of those weird things that both has distinctions and then it has like real fuzzy areas um because again it's going to mean something different to whoever you talk to so like culture again is what makes you who you are because culture includes so many different things i have a little different definition i see culture as a subset of values philosophies and traditions that you intentionally pursue meaning just because i have a specific nationality nationality race ethnicity i can change my culture at any point there's a lot of white people in the 60s that just became hippies one day and that was their culture Uh, and it's completely counterculture to what rest of america was doing Mm -hmm. Um, when i became a christian that very much changed my culture I walked away from black culture. I walked away from a lot of hip hop and rock and goth culture and a lot of stuff that I was doing to pursue what the values of Christianity had, had set up for me. But if, if you don't pursue it, then you can't really claim it as your culture. Yeah, man. I like that part. And, I like and, that add on. And I, it might be shocking to zero, but I, I agree a lot with what you said <laughs> you know i mean okay. <laughs> so i might have to buy you a pepsi or something right Woo. well i mean so you to you, turn in guys i mean you're talking you're talking like general customs and beliefs right and, and but not only that but like customs and beliefs of a particular group of people and it doesn't mean that just because you're different nationalities or ethnicities or races that you can't belong to this group Right. Same culture. Yeah. 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 Like, because the culture, the, 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 the subset of beliefs and values and philosophies are largely predetermined before you get there and will remain the same long after you leave. Right. You make a choice to be a part of that. So I definitely agree with that. And I like what you mentioned. Those other three things, those don't change. Mm-hmm. Where you're from, origin wise, doesn't change. Your ethnicity is not going to change. Your race. You know, unless you, Michael Jackson or Sammy Sosa, it's not going to change. But the culture, (laughs) you can choose to either do what the culture, and that's what we talked about. Eric, you mentioned those, you know, subcultures. You can choose to be a part of the overarching 
the culture as a whole or society, pop culture, what it's doing, or you can slide in and say, well, you know what? I side more so with this pocket of people over here and what they're doing, because this more lines up with the set of ideals or beliefs that I feel like I identify with. And I got to be careful using that term. Um, I identify with these things over here or I want to identify with what this group has going on over here. Yeah. And in pursuit of that, you can slightly alter the course and sometimes intentionally or accidentally create a subculture where you're saying like, I like some of this stuff, but we are going to change a few yep. things. Yep. 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 So, so here's my, here's my question then. So when we're talking about general culture, like what are the biggest things that are impacting the, the general culture across the board. I mean, I think when we're talking about Christian culture and we get into that a little bit more, we're again, we're going to have some overlap here, but what are the big things that are helping shape and determine culture today? Well, culture has to be appealing first and foremost. It's, it's what draws individuals to it. Society, government, okay, yeah, go, yeah government definitely on the list. Celebrity, yep. Television, propaganda, bread and service, so, really. So entertainment. Yep. Media across the board, news, print, social. Also, um, also um, technology. Hmm. Um, most of us drive cars to work. Not too many people are riding that bicycle with the bat wings like from Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> what about, what, what about um, as someone that works in a public school, what about like educational like institutions because we're seeing especially at the collegiate level i think we see institutions kind of getting Mm -hmm. their hands in on this kind of stuff more so than maybe they used to i think mainstream we all educate and for the most part we all educate a certain way we like to put our kids in classes um, the way that we teach but when, what you're describing is more, I think, a subculture because that doesn't really affect your average person the way that they're they're really in the weeds. Most of us, are but aren't. they've got their own culture. Like if you talk about institutions, you talk about college. College well, but, has their own culture. You talk about high schools. But, high schools but, but even thing, with that saying, though, like, eventually, you know, they they bring people in, they give them the message that they want, and then they send them out. Mm-hmm. Right, so I get what you're saying, it's not just it's just like, not like it's, it's not like it's just like a person. It, it's not just kept on if that I campus. If I randomly meet a person here in town, I will say, "So what do you do?" And they know what that means. What do you do for a living? How do you earn your money? Where do you live? Oh, I live in a house. If I tell people I live in an RV, and it kind of like surprises them a little bit. But the thing that we have in common is that we live somewhere, and we refer to it that way. We work for we do we have a certain job. What kind of car do you drive? Uh, what's your favorite TV show? What's your favorite rock band? Like, these are cultural things that I'm not going to say to a random American, what's your favorite singer? And they have no idea what I'm talking about. But I think, you know, and it's a good thing you said, because, I mean, when we talk about American culture, it is a culture that thrives on celebrity. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe more than any other culture in the world. Everything we do is hinged and i don't want to say everything but largely in america uh hinges on um popularity whether you're running for government office whether you're a sports star a movie star 
entertainment star. I think we're the only ones who, we're not the only ones because if you go to other cultures who are not westernized, they've got quote unquote stars as well. But a lot of what we do hinges heavily on popularity. How many votes can you get? We, you know, we've got this, uh, very antiquated system of what we believe determines who's fit for a certain position or a certain leadership or who who we who we believe uh, should be allowed to influence us to dictate to us based on votes which votes are ultimately a popularity contest how, how many how many people can you get out and galvanize and get them to rally behind you for for votes yeah so i think unfortunately a lot too much of what we do um hinges on popularity and really ignores fit you know the, the 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 things that really matter, um, an individual's wiring, things of that nature. I mean, I, 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 I'm not I'm not gonna uh, delve into this because that goes a little deeper. I mean, well, pause I, for I, the I, cause. I, I, I think I think when you're talking about, um, I think when you're talking about that celebrity having that much influence, you you have a danger of okay. Yo, thank you for listening to the show. No, it's not over. There's more great conversation on the way. We're going to take a quick break while our guy Darius Mullen gives you a rundown of the music that made waves this past month. Be sure to stay locked in for the rest of the episode. Let's go. Hey everyone, it's Darius Mullen back again with some October releases that are worth checking out. Whole Life, the new single by D Black featuring Fern and Mouthpiece, has got to be some of D Black's finest work. And then releasing that same day was the debut EP First and Four by rapper duo Basecamp out of the Polished Arrow crew. Definitely saw that one making waves. If you're looking for gritty CHH, Bunk Beds by Ayo Shamir, Q Flow, and YP aka Young Paul hit the world on October 13th, and J Solo gathered C4 Crotona, Naladeus, Prodi the Prodigal, Alcott, and YP aka Young Paul for an epic gloves off cipher. Finally, Bills to Pay is the new project by Gavin the Hot Rod. He always seems to put out solid albums and this is no exception, so go take a listen. These are just a few of the releases that made waves in October, so check out our site for more. Thanks for listening to the 520 Collective Show. Let's go. Yo, what up? Eddie Puyol here, and you're listening to the 520 Collective Show. Keep it locked. And fellas, I think what we need to do is explain and talk about why there is a distinction between Christian culture and the general culture at large, so you know, if we go back and we remember that we were saying, hey, you know, culture uh, was is, is a way of life that consists of general customs and beliefs of a particular group of people. That still applies to the Christian culture, but I think there's more to it. Like, how how would you guys define Christian culture and make that distinction? For me, that's really simple. With culture being made up of so many different things, then the Christian culture should be made up of one thing. And how that gets played out, then, of course, can look so many different ways because there's different administrations, different operations. Um, but this Christian culture should be based on Christ alone. The word of God should encompass and, 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 you know, that word gives us to know, you know, being a part of what Christian culture is supposed to look like, how we're supposed to look as a part of Christian culture um, and how that's supposed to look for us. So for me, that's really simple. 
Um, and of course, saying it sounds a lot easier than what we see, what we see play out consistently. I personally don't like to use the phrase Christ alone in this context. Mm, um, I feel you. I'm, I'm skeptical. No, I, because a lot of my friends are reformers. That's like their generic. I, no, 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 no. I, I'm agree. I agree. I, I'm, I, I, yeah, that's, I should have used it still a different leaves term. Me, um, but but I agree uh, generally with what you mean. It's just the uh, Christ is the how and the why, and so mm-hmm. a lot of it isn't so much figuring out mm-hmm. the how and the why. It's figuring out what that is according to the Christian. So and then is, getting into it, yeah. Yes, yes. Like because those again, those values and philosophies and pr- traditions and things are already laid out before mm-hmm. I got here. So now it's like, okay. I eat, sleep, and drink. How does a Christian do that? And then mm-hmm. Paul says, to the glory of God. Oh, okay. Facts. I can do that. <laughs> and then it's just, if you want to dig deeper, okay, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Let's walk through. Look, mechanically, how do I do that? And and yeah. it, it gives me a, more of a focus on how to live my life rather than mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to live my life, if that makes more sense. Well, and then on top of that, I think, you know, when we were talking about, like, the things that, that help determine the direction that culture goes right you know we talked about celebrity we talked about entertainment we talked about government media all these things right and i know we'll get into this because there's definitely a definite argument to say that those things are impacting christian culture today but the question is is what are the things that should be what's impacting christian culture i think when you're talking if you're trying to explain this distinction to someone that maybe talking about those influences helps make it a little bit more understandable right because we have these clear things you know whether it's you know i think the obvious thing is you know scripture scripture should be um a major influence on the culture at large like like what other things do we see that should be having the impact of not only what christian culture looks like but the direction it's going church the church that that largely distinguishes us as being a part of the christian culture is the church like you have to be a part of um, the church in order to be a part of the christian culture so definitely church and again i'm glad that you started with scripture because that lays the basis and the foundation for everything so anything else that we pull out of that should be influencing christian culture should all be based in scripture so church yeah and it it's such a it's a good singular answer because scripture there each book and or certain parts of each book is so pointed in specific directions that somebody could be cynical and be like well the bible's not going to tell me about plumbing yeah yeah it's true um plumbing isn't you know necessary for for life in christ though like the things that you need to live life as a christian it's it's a lot about orienting your your perspective your attitude your heart your desires it's it's tempering those foundational parts of yourself so that by the time you get to plumbing you're mature enough to address it in a in a way that glorifies christ well, let me let me throw some let me throw some additional things out and, and let you guys weigh in on it. What about like, you know, I think Katie saying the church. I mean, I think that falls under 
fellowship, right? Which the, the scriptures definitely tell us plenty about fellowship, worship, and prayer. Routine things that distinguish us. But see, that's the, the that's the kind of can be a part of the trick bag as well. Um, and not so much worship because uh, the scripture doesn't say let everything that have breath worship the Lord. It says let everything that have breath praise the Lord. There's a distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, but particularly in regards to prayer because you have so many individuals who are not a part of Christian culture who attempt to adopt Christian things. And prayer is really, um, I, I would say, a, a dominant thing that the enemy has so many people believing that they can do without doing the other things that would cause them to be a part of Christian culture. I, I know firsthand because growing up in church, the understanding was to pray to God. Whenever you find yourself in situations and circumstances, you know, pray, say your prayers. It was a part of, again, upbringing, things that influence culture and how we, you know, live, how we grow, how we develop. But it wasn't until later um, in my, you know, early adult years that you come across the scripture like John, I think 937 it is where um, the man who was just healed says that, you know, God hears not sinners. And so going through the motions of doing the prayers because it's what you know to do, but not understanding that those prayers that you're praying because your life does not line up. Uh, with scripture is not affording you an audience with God, not having that understanding. Um, but it doesn't stop people from still attempting to do it. And I'll probably bust, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people's bubble with this, but it is an actuality. If I'm in sin, um, the only prayer that God is hearing from me is my prayer of repentance. Um, but it, it's important that we understand that part. Like there's a lot of folks who nothing else about them lines up with Christian culture, but they like to pray. KD, let me ask you this, man, because I, I think this will this is interesting, and this is not really a conversation we've had at least for quite a while. You know, when we think about just here at five twenty, right? When we talk about indie Christian culture, you know, we we used to have a tagline of indie Christian hip hop, and then we changed it, and the idea of just switching out hip hop with culture came from you, actually. Right, we were on a phone call, and and you said, well, "What about this instead?" And it would be simple enough to just say, "Okay, well, you know, culture could be just referencing hip hop culture, or blah 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 blah," um, and and just have a simple explanation of that. But when you said it, I loved it, and I've loved it ever since because there's something, there's something more, there's something deeper to it in my head especially when you think of when you throw that word indie in front of it right christian culture makes sense what what is indie christian culture though and i mean are we being is it almost like on the verge of like being heretics by by saying that i don't know i don't think so but explain like what you were thinking and and what you how, how you interpret this idea of indie christian culture so by no means um, are we apostate. Um, we, uh, we're <laughs> not that. doing our own thing. <laughs> um, the goal, though, um, and, you know, this is something that, you know, God started dealing with me in regards to, um, 
you know, over the last few years, God has continued to kind of like give me revelation in regards to um, the scripture. When I was a child, I thought like a child, you know, I behaved like a child. I did the, the, that was my perspective. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. As you grow in your walk and your faith, there should be something more that you want, not just for yourself, but for the people who come in contact with you. If we limit ourselves to what's always been comfortable to us, then that means that we miss the opportunities for growth. What a lot of individuals are fearful of is that with overhauls of whether it's their platform or their individual selves, that there are going to be some folks who refuse to grow along with them. And we fail to realize that that's okay. Because at the end of the day, what happens is, is that once the weed and the tares get separated and God is able to bring in who needs to be present and remove who doesn't need to be present. Um, and so to me, as we talked about this and we spoke about it, um, we're listening and I'm listening to you. And I'm, you know, listening to the Holy Spirit while we go throughout this, um, that we address independent Christian culture that may be, that may find itself independent from popular Ideas just because it's popular and it's within and moving around the culture doesn't make it Christian. Think about it. So when we go back and we're talking about the things that influence culture at large, right? We said there's a lot of that that is overlapping and and making it and has made its way into Christian culture today. There are definitely influences that are kind of shaping and determining the the way that the Christian culture is moving but are they actually influences that are truly Christian based or not where do, where do you, you guys want you to know start? what it's, it's interesting because when you say celebrity in the media um, I don't even necessarily think like Christian celebrities or Christian media is no it's, it's there's not this concept that, that you have to set your identity before someone sets it for you and a lot of Christians that I see on social media have, they take this defensive approach like, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I'm not that kind of Christian. You know, I'm not a nerd. And I'm like, bro, what kind of identity? Like, what are you talking about? And because the media and the celebrities have set an identity and they've just decided, well, I don't want to be that. And like, I don't think they have a real healthy view of what Christianity is, bro. Like, you don't have to worry about them. But yeah, that's that's just where I wanted to start with. Well, I, I think the easy place to point at initially, and sorry, Katie, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. No, you're good, bro. But, Go ahead. But I think the, the easy place to start at is we have these companies that cater to Christian audiences, but you've got to stop and look and say, okay, are they actually being run by Christians? Is that the intent behind them? Or do they just say, hey, here is a market that we can kind of take advantage of? Because like, I think this is an interesting place to start simply because when you're talking about companies you don't typically have like a face to put with it mm-hmm. compared to some of these other things that we'll probably get into talking about here in a little bit um what were you gonna say katie before i throw out some or, or you could throw out some companies that you think fit that bill no well i'll piggyback um because it's unfortunate and first and foremost it's disappointing that christ isn't the number one answer um in that poll uh which i hope 
And sometimes we don't take things that we see online and understandably so because um, there's a lot of trash in that space. But we don't take things that we see online for the eye openers that they ought to be. Um, and don't really a lot of times realize and recognize what certain things are saying. So to me, first and foremost, it's disappointing that, you know, Christ isn't the uh, the leading answer there. Um, very telling, not surprising, though, um, when we see the earmarks of that. Um, it's also disappointing to me that we are very slow to make changes or make adjustments um, when we recognize that there is an issue. Um, I think this generation and this particular time and, you know, the dispensation that we're in, man, people have a very difficult time self-examining. Um, and so, you know, and, and as it lines up with scripture, you know, every man's, all a man's ways are right in his own eyes. Um, and so it's tough. And we want to, to that end, we want to get behind things that we think that God is behind simply because his name is on it. So, um, like, I think we talked about this and you mentioned like companies and stuff like that. Like, um, how many people really realize that the person behind the God is dope shirts isn't a Christian? I would imagine. I mean, like, dope is, I was always taught to say no to dope. Well, listen. It's because you're God not dope. dope is not done. You're not by, dope. Uh, by I'm his sorry, dope. bro. I'm sorry. I should have said that. <laughs> I was a, but it's yeah. true. <laughs> it's debate. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a debate. Be- and, and this is one of the things that I've always, always, always try to, um, get the body of Christ to understand. And, 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 and this is a, a Bible principle, but this is one that a lot of individuals will balk at is that the body of Christ has actual buying power oh, yeah. from a supernatural pace, uh, space into the natural realm. The body of Christ has buying power. There are a lot of secular artists who go platinum. Because unfortunately, folks who are a part of the body of Christ have bought into that. There's no way that Beyonce or any of your other top grossing artists gross what they do without some of the saints who are yet compromising in faith, supporting that, sowing into that, being a part of that. It does not happen without somebody who's supposed to be on the hallelujah side still dipping over into the, you know, it's dark and hell's hot side. Destiny's child said, I'm not going to compromise my Christianity. So Oof. that's why. And that was when uh, Michelle fell off trying to do the lap dance. Um, and then when you look at stuff like Angel Studios, who has kind of caught in a lot of flack here um, recently, even though a lot of, you know, what they're doing um, has been met with... Um, I guess I would say maybe some celebration um, because they are putting out quality content, but quality from whose standard? What I think is important to understand and what a lot of individuals within the body of Christ need to realize is that, um, you know, Angel Studios may largely be funded by Mormons, um, ran by Mormons and Mormons are not Christians. And so it's important to understand that all the time. People always get mad at me. We cannot lump. But so many people don't know together who's running this stuff behind the scenes right and and they do not i'm not trying to necessarily bash angel studio because like you said i mean you know they're responsible for the, the chosen and you know several they're other responsible films. for Viet angel which is Please. a wonderful filter platform that you can filter out profanity sex nudity graphic mm-hmm. violence out of any movie and program and it is something that i use in my house so 
we need those types of devices however on the other side of that there are other things that they do even there's so many individuals who argue on their portrayal of Jesus and the chosen but but here's what i would take away with like from like an angel studio like i mean one i think you can if you can view this as entertainment right you can take the positives from it right and, and apply those right i now i'm not saying that this is what angel studios has done or that i'm not even saying this is what they're gonna do i think it's just what we've seen from other examples in the past one thing we have to be careful of is just buying into this idea of oh hey these guys made the chosen and that's really good so, good. so now i don't have to, mm-hmm. anything that angel studios puts out i don't need to necessarily yeah. filter now I don't have to use filter the sermon. any of it yep yeah yep. right because yep. yep. that's when stuff starts slipping in right and and, yep. and exactly. it's creeping in you put it on the family life radio and you're like i'm good i could just walk away as soon as before i even get across the room i start hearing stuff i'm like i wish it wasn't on family life now and i love that station but it's like you walk it's almost like like you walk into the store and they're like if you're you're this is the christian store welcome to the christian store do you want apples or bananas and like really i wanted an orange but it's like i'm not a christian if i don't buy an apple or a banana like that's how they set our options up for us did that analogy come through? <laughs> Did no, that land? I get it. I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it. I just started thinking about it. food, to be honest with you. So it's been a while since we ate last. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but no, I feel like they they make there are companies that make stuff for Christians, but that don't mean it comes from the spirit of Christ. Yeah, and because and so just got people again, and because there's not a face, is. there's not a face for us to connect it with, right? I mean, I think uh, that listen, plays into it. We could it. talk about spots, man. Look, listen, we could talk about places like Zondervan Publishing. Um, we could talk about a number of different, and and again, the folks who, you know, are heavily behind the NIV. When you talk about things like the Queen James Version of the Bible, when you talk Yahoo. about, yeah, when you talk about. Listen, I'm not. I I I kid not. Um, the Queen when you James. talk about continuing wow. to edit the niv so that it removes the distinction between male and female um to help play up to um you know these pronoun times that we live in there are publishing companies that have to be behind that in order for those things to go out right and so we look at places like there's so many you realize that a lot of the publishers that you find in the family christian bookstores are not they are not christian groups and that's why um you know little clay aiken can have uh you know a a, a, a christian book bestseller but guess what then you've also got uh witches who have got books in these stores as well listen and i'm i'm not speaking from what i think or from what i've heard i'm speaking from things that i know um and information and research like this is why we have to scrutinize the lord never said to not watch by the contrary he said watch and pray these are things that we're supposed to engage in on a on a consistent basis so that we know what is attempting to taint this culture that we are supposed to hold dear to supposed to guard your heart above all things well and, and zero i know you can talk about this zero i know you can talk about this right like what about a company you know we you, you talk about media right what about like an entity like the daily wire where Bro, he, they they have that Christianese in there, right? <laughs> no, I I okay. So 
a lot of people may not know already. I have turned away from them. Zero um, loves the Daily it, Wire. But I was very interested okay. in the things that they it's were okay, producing. It's okay, Zero. And then some of them start saying, I'm a Christian. And I was like, hey, that's even better. So I start listening to them and I'm like, bro, this is platitudes and like you have no idea. Like they don't, they don't reflect like they don't. Jesus says you they know, know the things that sound and somebody who nice. reads the Bible don't say some of the dumb stuff that come out of their mouth when they start flipping on their Christian switch. And I'm not buying. I'm not falling for that grift. But the people that, that and it's a Jewish owned company. But it's the a people, Jewish owned company, bro. But but the people, the like, you know. Hold on, the, I feel like I got to clarify that because I threw that out there. Not like I'm one of those like oh the Jews type people, but I'm saying like that one of the defining factors of most orthodox jews is the fact that they reject christ so you are not allowed if if one of your defining factors is that you reject christ that you're not allowed to talk to me about theology like that that just sets the stage we can be friends but we you can't give me theological advice and so we have people up there out of out of the same mouth they spit in curses and they trying to split blessings. Yep. We got a problem there. I'm sorry. And, like, well, no, no, but like the but, but the, this land, but the dangers of it, right? <laughs> when we go back and we're talking about, you know, like the baby Christians, the, the Christians that are still on that milk, mm-hmm. right? Yep, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. They they don't they know. know you they to don't Paul have the di- yeah. They don't have the dis- <laughs> discernment in there, right? They they are. <laughs> they, they they hear the things that sound good, that sound right, and they follow it along. You know. Yep. They listen. Yep. They, yeah. they eat Paula Deen's biscuits and then they go go and uh, listen Man, to listen. her theology. No, hey, we're not actually talking about Paula <laughs> Deen. Uh, I'm sure she's a lovely lady. Inside Y'all go and tell guys, them. Man, tell I'm them telling you, Zero can't you tell know, the difference this. between Paula's. That's basically what it comes down to. If your name is Paula, you're all one in the same. To I saw the video Paula White and Good. I thought it was Paula Deen, and I was like, I thought she was a chef. <laughs> Listen, all right, guys. Look, look let's just make sure that we let's make sure that we <laughs> clarified. Like, we're none of the points that we're bringing up or discussion. We're not talking about individuals. We're not making fun of people. We're not making fun of certain cultures or classes or we're in a, But we are making sure that we shed light on the things that have been more influential than they ought to be. And the, the, the eye that we should have as believers when we look at those things, when we address them. And sometimes it's unfortunate. You have to be specific when you point things out, because if you just simply blanket something, if you are generic, then people can and will imply whatever they want to. And so sometimes you have to use specifics when you're addressing particular issues. Otherwise, you might as well not say anything at all. So, again, I don't want anybody who's listening to this to think, oh, man, these guys, they're they're so carnal, blah, blah, blah. No, we're uh, trying to galvanize and rally the troops in regards to fighting the good fight of faith and protecting. Remember, we've been admonished. We talk about Jude, you know, it tells us to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto us. We've got a charge. Mm-hmm. To protect what it is, the, the, the finished work that Christ has done and has deposited and invested in us and what that's supposed to look like for a body of believers and for the kingdom, we have a, a charge to protect that. And so I just want to make sure that people understand that and, um, you know, try try your best to not get in your feelings. Well, I mean, yeah, in, the, not in, anti-Semitic. In, the, in the spirit of transparency, Katie, I, I might have been making fun of Zero a little bit. <laughs> but I deserved it. It's fine. But it's just it's because I love them. Um, but no, but for to go along with what you are saying, though, Katie, this is 
something. I think, and honestly, I feel like this is maybe even the biggest factor when we're talking about outside influence on Christian culture, and that is indeed celebrity, right? Christian culture is quick to grab on to anyone with some clout if they're saying a little bit of something that sounds like they're talking about Jesus, right? And the the example, the examples are a mile long, right? I mean, you talk about in in the hip hop culture, you know, it's easy to point at like Kanye, right? You can talk about Mace. Yeah, let's talk about Mace. He don't get enough shine. What up, Mace? What up, Pastor Mace? Is he He's a pastor now? I don't. I, he, I, I, I remember when he you. came out as a pastor. That's his really great example because I was like, oh, let's see how Jesus changed Mace's life. And he was just up there common sense preaching. He wasn't was saying nothing from strong. God's word. It was too soon, bro. It was too soon. You should have never. But that is on us. That is on Christian culture, though, because we rush these people into it. Right? I mean, we've talked about Kanye, right? Like, we were like, yes, Kanye, come on. Let's give you Dove Awards so that you can turn around and have them on the shelf at your naked birthday parties, right? But some people want it, too, though, because they're so used to being in front of people that they think that naturally this must be what God wants me to do if I'm going to give my life for him, if I'm going to live for him, if I'm going to claim that some folks are so used to like, I think celebs, when they get saved, they need to detox because the, 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 the temptation and the desire and that spirit behind celebrity is so much that coming into Christianity, you, it, it will consume you and you'll start taking on things without being prepared to take on those things. And so I think a lot of folks, when they, when they come over to this side and they've been that in, in the world, they need to detox. Yeah. Cause but like we you don't have allow a platform it. and God don't always be the one that gave you that platform. Like God may allow True. you to have it, but sometimes like Satan ordained. will make you famous just to keep you from God. Without question, people don't get that part of it, the things that are allowed. So like in a situation like Mace, Mace comes out of the world, comes to the church. We put Mace in a pulpit. Here comes Diddy. Diddy comes back and grab Mace. Mace got stuff that ain't been taken out of him. So that's saying, you know, Mace is back on the bad boy tour doing, you know, the shiny suits and the puffy coats and all of that stuff all over again. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. And then... Now he's got what that little sports show with Cam and they do a whole lot of cursing and stuff like that. And I'm promoting, but I'm just letting you know one of the platforms that he's currently on. He could probably still get connected with Tim Ross. <sighs> I promise I'm not going to use strong language on this uh, episode. I promise. <laughs> that's, that's cursing or cussing. I appreciate it. That's good for you, man. I applaud you for that. Hey, you got you got to admit, though, <laughs> Mace, Mace makes those uh, shiny suits look good, though. So... <laughs> Let's be serious for a bit. No. Because <laughs> I forgot what we was talking about. We're talking about celebrity. Celebrity influence. But here's the thing. It's celebrity. not just, like, I don't want it to feel like we're just, like, picking on, like, hip-hop examples and stuff. Because, like, when we were kind of brainstorming this, um, man, we, we pulled out a lot of names, KD, right? I mean, think about even, yeah. like, what about people that, like, started in the culture and then kind of started wandering right you think of like an amy grant right now that's that's like one of the very first like inside out real crossover artists that i knew of going back to the early to mid 80s yeah like this is a cautionary tale when baby baby came out back in the day it was like oh but that's but that's christian amy grant 
Like that's the Thank you for listening to this month's episode of the 520 Collective Show. We'll be back next month with another great installment. Go to 520collective.com and sign up for our newsletter to keep up to date on what's happening around here and catch past episodes you may have missed. Let's go.